We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from Welcome back, everybody, on this lovely Friday. My name is Aaron Thompson. I am your host, and alongside me, I have my co-host, Nick Warner. Welcome back. I'm excited, man. This is going to be a good episode. I think we got a lot of good content, uh, a lot of exciting new stuff for people. Some hot button issues we're going to discuss, some beers we're going to drink. And uh, before we get too deep into it, Nick, I do need to apologize to our fans. Oh, no. Already? I messed up twice last week. Oh, God. What was it? So, uh... You know how every show we have our intro, right? Well, typically I introduce the show and the concepts and, you know, what we do here. Uh, Didn't do that last week. So if uh, somebody decided to just jump in at episode four, they have no idea what we're doing here. So uh, since I messed up, I'm going to give you the opportunity to correct my mistake. So, Nick, tell the folks what we do on this podcast. Oh, man. Why do you got to put me on pressure like this on the spot? I'm testing you again. Okay, well, this is the Last Call podcast. Uh, On this podcast, we discuss a bunch of interesting topics, all while consuming six beers in 60 minutes and uh, letting the conversation go. And the rule is the beers have to be at least 5%. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick is back. He got it. So I'm coming for your job. I'm coming for your job. I want want your seat. You're going to take the intro host job. I'm taking big, it. Big step for you. I'll take Our, your pay as well. Yeah, of $0. So Perfect. we do, this is a special episode. This is the first episode where Nick and I are actually going to have a guest along with us. And Woo! God, you, you do that too much. That's so loud. I'm so excited though. So this episode, we have one of our good friends from college, fan of the show, Mr. Cameron. I'm not going to give his last name, but Cameron, say hello to the audience. Hello, audience. It's uh, it's good to be here. I appreciate the hype, Mr. Nick. You're welcome. I, I just want to give you the introduction that you deserve. Uh, he, he needs no introduction. If you don't know who Cam is, Cam is the man that can put a hole through somebody's lip with one punch. He... Uh, has a book that he keeps by his bed full of insults, I swear to God, because he just comes up with them out of nowhere. Uh, Cam is truly one of a kind. And Moonlights is a lumberjack. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I can honestly say I have never been more nervous. Uh, I just had two job interviews today, and those went along swimmingly. This podcast with all these listeners has me shaken. Well, you're overestimating how many listeners we have, but I do want to clarify something real quick about that lumberjack comment. One of my favorite stories from Cameron uh, in college, we were uh, his senior year, my junior year. He is a, a year ahead of us. Um, we had a, an event in our fraternity house where the seniors just essentially drink outside in the front yard all night. And um, they got a little too drunk that night and uh, decided to burn a pool table in our front yard and Cameron decided this isn't destroyed enough. I'm going to grab an axe and I'm just going to start swinging it around everywhere. And this man had probably, how much Everclear did you have that night? Uh, I usually go down with like half a bottle by the end of the night. Oh, oh, God. You, you the, understand the, 
you can like do medical surgery by pouring like you know Everclear on the patient and like cleansing them with that, right? Yeah. So anyone that knows me knows I am about three types of alcohol, and that's Mad Dog MD twenty twenty for you youngins, uh, pipe bombs, which is essentially bonging uh, ever or, uh, it's vodka and a Red Bull. And then my third and my favorite is Everclear. I'm all about, I call it DPD, and that's dollar per drunk. Um, that That's always <laughs> been my motto. And the Everclear in Indiana has a higher alcohol content than the Everclear in surrounding states. So you got to you gotta come here to get the good stuff. Is that is that an actual fact? That is a like fact. Is... In Ohio, it is 20% less, uh, same as Illinois. See, we're already getting some fucking fun facts here just bringing them on i like this he you better not show us up cameron i swear (laughs) to god i'm a little embarrassed already and nervous well thank you cameron for being with us today Uh, i think we're gonna have some fun so as tradition we have to go around the round table and talk about what are we drinking tonight so uh cameron you're the guest i'll let you go first what are you drinking tonight yeah, so uh, I think doing um, six Mad Dogs or six uh, glasses of Everclear and Coke is a little much. So I'm not one for beer. Uh, so I went super basic white girl, and I am drinking White Claws. Ain't no claws when you're drinking the claws. Am I right, boys? Yeah, they're delicious. No. <laughs> well, they're definitely less filling, wah, but no. Wah, wah. Oh, oh, real quick. Uh, speaking of White Claws, that reminded me of the second mess up I had last week. Um, I think I said I was drinking High Noons. Uh, I was shocked to find out that High Noons are only 4.5% alcohol. So I want to apologize. You broke the rules. I broke the rules, but I had more than six. Does that count? I was wondering why they were going down so easily. <laughs> Oh my god. So anyways, you, know, I, you realize what we have to do, right? No. We have to go back and record the entire podcast. We do. We, we also rules. got Well, we did. We broke the rules in multiple ways, including copyright. But you know what? We're not gonna get into that right now. I don't know. That's kinda interesting though. That's a good it's a good topic, but we could save it for the next one. Yeah, sounds good. So Nick, what are you drinking tonight? Uh we don't uh we don't break here. Stick with the Budweiser. I'm I am loyal loyal to my brand you are they yeah I'm, I'm sticking with them until they sponsor me I, i'm i'm begging at this point i'm begging they're gonna come around they're gonna come around i know they are we don't give up here at the no. last call last call podcast we have uh iron resilience here if diamond hands diamond fucking hands so for me, uh, I did go with Michigan beer again. This one is, I think, from Grand Rapids. Actually, it's from the Mitten Brewing Company. It is uh, the West Coast Swing, and it's an amber ale. And this one, it is 5.6. It's 5.6, so I'm going above and beyond tonight. Uh, I think to... we need it. We need a referee to go to your uh, the uh, house and check on that, just to be sure. We don't want to have any more fuck-ups like last time. I, I'm well, embarrassed already. Well, you're my referee. So anyways, I picked this up uh, when I was going to uh, actually earlier today. I forgot to get beer. So after I went to the gym, I know we talked about a little bit my weight loss last week, uh, went to the gym, went to the store, got some beers. And on my way home, I decided to uh, partake in my cheat meal. All right. So 
I was thinking about what would be good for my cheat meal, and I, I was passing Chick-fil-A, and I hadn't had Chick-fil-A in so long, and it sounded delicious. So I waited in that line that wraps two times around the entire building for a damn chicken sandwich. First of all, you, you fucked up there. You don't... How often do you go to Chick-fil-A? Not often. Okay, well, there's there, there's one mistake. Two, did you order online? You can do that. <sighs> Cameron, cue the music. <laughs> do you want to take over the? What do you the... mean? Okay, hold on, hold on. I there's just there's a the... fucking no, 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 app. No, no, no there's no. an app. There's an app, and it is great. Like okay. everything else about Chick Fil A, it is great. Okay. So you go onto the app. Yeah. Here's what you do. I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down in a very simple way in your life. It's gonna be life changing for you. You download the app. You Step put one. in all your relevant information, whatever. Step you put two. in your your delicious, amazing God's food. You put in your order, right? Step three. You drive to the restaurant. Step four. This you is get, a lot you, of steps. Okay. You got to... Says the guy that waits. You waited probably, I don't know, 20 minutes in line? Yeah, my, my chicken tasted that much better. The point is, apparently, everybody, okay. there's an app that you can get Chick-fil-A through your phone. Don't, 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 don't cut me off like this. I don't like this. Let me talk. Here's what you're going to do. You got to put it in for pickup. You're going to skip the line. You pull right into the parking spot and you say, hey, I'm here. They walk it out. You skip the line. There you go. It's life changing. You're in and out in like two minutes. Well, I might have to invest in that app. Again, I don't get Chick-fil-A that often anymore. Uh, I used to. I used to get it all the time, but I did go to Chick-fil-A. But the point of this story is not to ridicule me for not knowing that they had an app. The point I'm sorry, is, you're stupid. <sighs> Why? Just because you're that was uh, a, a mistake on your part, <laughs> Cameron. I it's love, too I love the enthusiasm. It's too early in the night for this, but we might hit be... it a couple more times by the end of the night. Who knows? You know what? At this it's a special. Point, po- it's a special podcast. We got a special guest here. Why not? Okay. Well, pick on him. I'm. I'm one of the fucking hosts. Pick on that's him. Not how you, that's not how you treat your guests. Can, can I get to my point? Can Can I get to my point? So it started making me think. What other chicken sandwiches are worth waiting twenty minutes in line to get? So, you know, I, I've been seeing commercials like Wendy's has this commercial where literally they declare the chicken wars and they're like, we didn't start the chicken wars, but we're ending it. And I'm like, well, that's a bold statement, Wendy's. I think there are better chicken sandwiches than your chicken sandwich. So it made me think, like, what are your guys' favorite chicken sandwiches? I like Chick-fil-A's. I've had Popeye's. Um, you know, they're... I. They don't really have a chicken sandwich, but Raisin Cane's, if anybody's ever had Raisin Cane's, I really love Raisin Cane's chicken. It's it's a chicken strip sandwich, so I don't know if it's on the same, you know, playing field or not. But, like, what are some of the best chicken sandwiches out there or just best chicken places that you go to? Let's, let's give our guests a platform. I feel like you're a connoisseur of chicken sandwiches, aren't you? Uh, I will say I'm a slut for food, and <laughs> chicken sandwiches are my go-to. Um, I will tell you that when we all went to, uh, Las Vegas, that I walked, what was it? Two miles one way in 120 degree heat to get 
Bro. Oh, was this, this, was this, this past or this yeah. past trip that we to did? Get chi- oh, yeah. Chicken Shack. And then I did on, it again before no, we left. Chicken Shack. Chicken Shack. Oh, Shake Shack. Shack. I'm sorry. Shake Shack. I did it to get Shake See, Shack. See, you're, you're all flustered. You're stuck on the chicken right now. Back up. So, Nick, Cameron, and I all took a trip to Las Vegas this summer during COVID. And Cameron found out that there was a Shake Shack. This is a chain, by the way. If you don't know what Shake Shack is, it is a national chain. It's not specific to Las Vegas or anything like that. But this man wanted Shake Shack so bad in 110 degree heat, dragging our luggage because we were checking out that day. We drug our luggage two miles down the Las Vegas Strip to get a a freaking hamburger. And the funny thing is, it wasn't once, it was twice, because I did the first trip with him. Yeah, the second time I got chicken, and it was delicious. Um, For me... Wait, hold up. So you you did get chicken from Shake Shack? Yes. Delicious. Oh. I got the burger, so I didn't... For me... I didn't know they actually had a sandwich. For me, chicken, sandwiches... I'm not going to go ahead and go into the, the... What is chicken, like the best chicken, because I think... That's a rabbit hole. We're going to focus on chicken sandwiches. And to me, the best chicken sandwich is something that's standalone. I love Chick-fil-A, but Chick-fil-A, you go there for the sauce, the Chick-fil-A sauce and those waffle fries. That chicken sandwich is... It's it's, God's fries, baby. Yeah, that chicken sandwich is not that great. Usually you get home and it's soggy. For me, best chicken sandwich, Popeye's. No. No. Ooh, no. hot takes. I don't know that that's that hot of a take, but no, you are so wrong. Chick-fil-A just, is beautiful. It is delicious. It's a hot take because it's I, against Popeye's chicken sandwich is fine. It's it's good. It. I think Chick-fil-A's chicken is just better. If you get the spicy chicken sandwich, it's got a nice little spice to it. It's all chicken. It's not overly breaded, but there's enough of it where you get a, a taste of it. It does it get a little soggy? It can, you know. I mean, they put it in like a tin foil, you know, wrapper. I think Popeyes does the same thing, though, right? Like they put it in the tin foil, so it like condensation and shit. Like, it, so Pop- I don't know. Popeyes breads theirs differently, which is why it stays crispy longer. But my question to you is, do you dip your Chick Fil A chicken sandwich in anything? I mean, well, uh, yeah, I do use Chick-fil-A sauce. sauce. Popeyes, but you, no. you just eat straight because it's that delicious. Wrong. Sweet heat. Four days. I am a Popeye's connoisseur. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I love Popeye's chicken. All right. And I am all about the sweet heat sauce. I will put that on everything that they have. So the fact that you're saying, oh, you just eat Popeye's straight, you're wrong because not everybody does. Example A, this guy. All right. Boom. We'll hear Warner's take on this. Okay, I, I, I've got a question on, or I, I want your guys' opinion on the crispy sandwich versus kind of a softer chicken. So, like, Chick-fil-A is definitely, I, I, I think you guys would agree, a, very, a, a much softer chicken, right? Yes. Okay, so you would prefer the crispy over kind of a softer chicken? Yeah, yeah, I I like the the breading or the flakes that they add on the outside of a really? Popeyes chicken. Dude, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like when I eat Chick Fil A, like chicken nuggets and everything, I like how it just melts in your mouth, man. I'm a big fan. It's more. Of- I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I, I I can't have a full opinion. I have not had a Popeyes spicy chicken sandwich, but I'm a I'm a big fan of Chick Fil A. 
Yeah, but not all not all breadings are like made the same, you know. Like a, a one crispy sandwich could be just all bread. You know what I mean? Like so for example, uh Buffalo Wild Wings wings, right? Correct. A lot yep. of breading. Tons yep. of breading. There's another place that I go to up here in Grand Rapids that I love more than Buffalo Wild Wings and they've got breading, but it just melts in your mouth. It's just tender chicken and and I think Chick-fil-A gives you that. So I'm you know, but here you know how we haven't mentioned Wendy's one time in who's got the best chicken sandwich, and yet they're claiming they ended the chicken wars? I, th- I, think, I think case in point right there. Wendy's, we found our weak link. Wendy's, come at me. I love your Twitter. Their Twitter feed is hilarious. If you guys have ever like seen them just roast people. like They actually ran a campaign just, hey, Wendy's, roast me. And some of the, the things that they put out are, are great. However, oh, the, mar- the marketing is great. Like, they do a good job, but they just don't have anything to back it up. I mean, I like Wendy's, don't get me wrong, but I'm not going there for a chicken sandwich. I'm going there for a burger and fries. Like, I know what I'm getting. I've made my choice. I'm going to Wendy's. So, anyways, you know, and by the way, Cameron, do you like like this uh, workout routine that we're on? Because I know you follow the same guy I do, right? I mean, we both follow a, a guy out of Columbus, Ohio. Um... I like his two cheat meals, and, and I decided to use one on, on Chick-fil-A tonight, my uh, my cheat meal. so I do, actually. Uh, I've had probably three or four people reach out to me. Uh, just whatever they were doing wasn't working, whether it be keto or wh- whatever fad diet is in. And uh, I, I'm helping two people through it right now, and they're loving it. You eat clean throughout the week. Two cheat meals, and those cheat meals aren't like extravagant. You're not buffeting. Um, you can hit up my favorite spot, TR Texas Roadhouse. Have you some rolls? <laughs> right, those some cinnamon butter, baby. Cinnamon butter. Um, Fucking love it. And it's it's good, but Sunday you're back in it. Um, you know, it's 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 something I think that's sustainable. I like it. The, I think the workouts are good too. Uh, they're a little long, uh, I, but they they give you the results that you want. So here, I love his workouts, but sorry, go ahead, Nick. I know you wanted to say something. No, I'm just, I'm just curious who this is. Like, I know you hinted at it last podcast and then, uh, Cameron and, and you guys are talking at it now. Who is it? Yeah. So, uh, guy out of Columbus, give, give Ohio. Give him a shout out. Yeah. Shout out Corey Gregory, Corey G baby. He's, uh, he lives what he preaches. I, you know, I think he's, uh. He's a, he's a different breed. Like he's one of those guys. He gets up at 4 a.m. every morning and is in the gym. And he's in like his workouts. If you follow all of his workouts, will take like an hour and a half to two hours. So he gets up at 4 a.m. and is in the gym for two hours, and then he does more stuff at night. Like he's he's a real cool guy. He's got some interesting you know uh, routines that he does. His diet, but I mean, Cam and I are kind of a bigger build, right? I told you I'm fat, or I'm trying not to be fat anymore, and. Um, his I think stuff. The, 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 the quote last week was one of the tough things about being fat is or something like that. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of tough things about being fat, but the, Corey G's stuff um, is working for me. And I'm hoping that at some point I'm going to be able to post a before and after picture from like following his routine for a while um, because I, I like what he does. And if he can turn a, a fat piece of shit like me into, you know, somebody kind of muscular and, and slim, like, I love it. So, but here's the one thing, Cameron, I will say about his routines is that they do take a long time. And if you don't start off slow, you're going to hurt yourself as I have. I On his routine, 
fucking get the sound already. I was doing some back exercises and I was just, uh, I went too hard too quickly because I hadn't worked out in a while. So I pulled something in my back and whatever I pulled in my back connects to your rib cage. And that would it, be a dick. It pulled so hard on my rib cage. It felt like my lung was being stabbed repeatedly every time I took a breath. And that lasted, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't. I could barely breathe for two weeks because of that pain. And so uh, note to everybody out there who was trying to get back into working out, maybe quarantine, you, you gained a few pounds. You got to start off slow to not hurt yourself. But taking me into my next point, I was actually scrolling through the internet, connecting the dots here, that there is a list on the internet of the most painful human experiences. And so I know everybody kind of feels pain differently, but I mean, so just as an example, number like the lowest pain possible is a paper cut. How do they, how do they rate this though? Like, how is this scale? I I don't know what a DOL is, but it says like a paper cut is two DOL. So I don't know if that's some, it's a pain threshold. Uh, It's used to measure pain and they use it based off, I believe your nerve endings, the signals they're sending to your brain. But it's oh. like, you, you, you know, like one person is different, like feels different amount of pain than another person. So right? maybe maybe this is just an average, right? But uh, so a paper cut is 2 DOL. Stepping okay. on a plug or a Lego is 4 DOL. A, maybe Legos are a different category. What about uh, a butt plug? I, dude, I don't you, know. You said Why? a plug. A, okay, fair. Uh, I don't, I'm just going to gloss over that one. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) stubbing your toe is also four, uh, a cat scratch is five and the list goes on and on. Right. Um, let me, let me look to see, uh, oh, a Lego is different than a plug. A Lego Uh, is standing on a Lego is eight DOL, whatever that is. Okay. So when they say a plug though, is that like a light side, like a, uh, an outlet plug? That's what what I would assume. Yeah. Okay. So a Lego is an eight. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay, more than well, standing that's on pretty an much plug. that's pretty much like one of the worst pains I've ever felt in my life. Whiplash what? is fifteen. Go what? what what's you know? what's the DOL uh, in middle school when someone's roasting you and about your mom? That's pretty painful. <laughs> that's got to be at least in the forties, I would imagine. Like, there's just no recovering from that. Um, migraine fifteen. Staring at the sun for five minutes is twenty six. Okay, I didn't know, that I, I didn't know I'm, that was. I'm possible. a little confused. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure you just go blind at that point. <laughs> Imagine the not... testers on that, <laughs> the baseliners. Some people have to step you... on Legos. Some people have to stare at the sun. <laughs> Buddy, we well, no, we need better. you to submit your body for science. It gets oh better. yeah, what do you need me to do? Stare at the fucking sun. You're gonna go blind, but it's for science. Just go ahead and do it. Getting stabbed, 38 DOL. Shot in the chest, 43 DOL. What? Drive, a, a car driving into you at 30 miles per hour is 48. Oh, oh, passing a kidney stone is at 50. Really? Uh, but it's not as bad as getting kicked in the balls at full force. Fifty-two. 
What about uh, childbirth? That's always a debate of whether getting kicked in the balls is worse than childbirth. That's actually the very next one, and it's at 57. Oh! So it's close. It is close. But again, my, my favorite comment to that is, you know, I'm never asking a grown man to kick me in the balls again, but yet women are asking to have another baby. I'm just saying, you know, it's it can't be that bad, right? But it... I. Okay, I cannot speak for women or anything, but does it get better as the more kids you have? Does it I don't get know, easier? Cam. You have a kid, right? Uh, according to the medical field and mothers, it does get better the more children you have. So are you saying like when it's like the the one of those TLC programs when they get like twenty four kids, are they just like sliding out like down the slip and slide at that point, or? I think Kate plus eight had a uh, pretty easy time. Okay, she had <laughs> she had eight, the, the uh, fifteen. No, she had no. It was Kate plus eight. She had so eight. So she had eight kids at one time. But she no, had kids no, from, no. She didn't. No, she had, she I had, know this for a fact. I watched this. She had a, two twins to begin with, and then she had a sex tuplet, and that would oh, be the sex Kate tuplet. Plus eight. Okay, there you go. Okay, so yeah. that's six. However, childbirth is not as bad as drinking acid. So that's at 62. Oh. <laughs> so. What? Oh, cyanide. <laughs> Not as painful. I mean, <laughs> quick, dude, I, quick, quick, write this down. What's your pain tolerance? What are you feeling right now? Ah, uh, oh, shit, we didn't get it. <laughs> Getting hit by a train at 80 miles per hour <laughs> is 67. So drinking acid, 62. Getting hit by a train at 80 miles an hour, 67. And that's not even last on the list. I would like to debate that because a train at 80 miles an hour, you're not feeling anything. You're just mush at that point. A train at five miles an hour is like slowly rolling over you. Like that would be way worse. Well, Is this a, is this a good data source? I know we got one more to go, but is this uh, a legit data source? I, I don't want to reveal my sources. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Wikipedia only the, only the good sources here for this podcast. But I, so getting off of this list, like that. So my rib thing was like the most painful injury that I've ever had. And I've done some weird injury shit. Um, what do you guys have any painful memories that would be put on this list? Uh, um, just just today, I I smacked my head against my the the uh, the fucking van at work today. Sorry, <laughs> I know what? it sounds fucking ridiculous, <laughs> dude. I was helping loading the van at work today, and I popped my head up way too quick, and I hit my head against the fucking latch on the doors, and I swear to God, I was gonna puke. Like it was one of those like where you feel instantly, you're just like, oh, like it was bad. Cameron. I, yeah, I would say uh, when I was in college uh, playing football, I uh, intramural football, uh, not real man's football. I uh, I thought I dislocated my finger when I uh, went to pull like someone's flags in flag football, and my finger went the opposite way. So it basically made a nice little L. And I thought at the time, I so I grew up playing rugby and basketball, so I've dislocated things a number of times. I thought it was dislocated. So I took my finger and tried to pop it back into socket. Ugh. Um, and, 
And at that time, it did not pop back into socket. It hurt a lot. So whatever, finish the game. I don't know why I felt the pride to finish a flag football match. Um, but listen, man, it's all about the intramural championships. <laughs> I can, you know, tr- we don't we don't give up. Triangle forever. Uh, <laughs> so so at, anyway, I my rather than going to the ER or the hospital or a med check. I went to our friend who lived with us who was studying to be a biomedical engineer, and I said, hey, what do you think about this? And he (laughs) said, well, I'd put a splint on it until the morning. Well, I didn't have a splint, so I taped a screwdriver to it. (laughs) What? (laughs) And uh, the next morning, we had a test. I don't know, Nick, if you remember, but we had a test. So I'm left-handed. This is my left hand that's broken. And I go and I'm trying to take the test. Our teacher walks around and sees my finger with the screwdriver taped to it. And she said, <laughs> what are you doing? And so she said, you need to go to a med check or ER right now. Found out that it was completely sheared. <clears throat> my finger was hanging on by the skin. Uh, the bone was broken and the muscles were ripped. So that was the most pain I was in. But... You, if anyone in, in college or secondary education, you know, teachers are not usually lenient with any situation on a test. So I felt I have to take this test. Um, was 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 that our materials class? That was our was materials it? class. Yeah. Okay, so you Dr. got to B. learn about the, the, the materials of your bone. And, and the shout, sheer, out, shout out to Dr. B. Uh, yeah, actually, I got my x-rays and I took them to her and she said, hey, can I show this in class to show what shear looks like? Because uh, for anyone that doesn't know, shear is basically when two pieces just come completely apart, usually at like a 45 degree angle. Uh, and it was a perfect shear. They said it was like 46 degrees. So shout out to Dr. B for using my broken finger <laughs> as, as an example after the test. I mean, I feel like you so, should have just got an A for the commitment of showing up to the test. <laughs> With a broken finger and a screwdriver <laughs> attached to it. So, real quick, Cam, I also have a flag football injury. Again, non-contact. <laughs> I didn't even grab a flag. I jumped in the air to catch a pass, and when I came down, my ankle decided it didn't want to work anymore, and it dislocated completely. So, uh, I jump in the air, come down, land on the ground, and I dislocate it, and the very first thing I hear is the referee of the game going, oh, fuck. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's not a good thing to hear. <laughs> so I, I like I I heard it pop, and then I looked down, and my ankle is just kind of hanging off sideways. And I'm like, uh, no, that's not good. And uh, what's funny is he came over to me. He's like, I, I was asking people, like, hey, how long can my ankle stay in this position before, like, you know, serious? <laughs> Yeah, before serious damage happens. And the the referee trying to calm me down goes, yeah, man, I did that to my finger, you know, a little while ago. And, uh, you know, they said like an hour, two hours, you'll be fine. You know, just don't want to be much longer than that. And I was like, yeah, bro, is your finger anything like my entire fucking foot hanging off the side of my ankle right now? And he, he just kind of shut up. And I didn't mean to be a dick, but it was like, it's not the same, dude. And. The worst part about it is my teammates just sat there and just looked at me. None of them offered to drive me to the hospital. They were like, hey, bro, can you get off the field? We got a game to play. I was like, really? I had to call somebody to drive 30 minutes to come pick me up and take me to the hospital because my teammates didn't want to leave the fucking game to take me. 
Well, it's, I mean, how well were you performing in the game that day? I mean, I caught that pass until my ankle snapped, and then I dropped the ball. But you know, did you I, actually complete the pass? No, you you said you dropped it. I mean, well, that's your fucking fault. You shouldn't have been on the fucking team. In the I don't know. It would have gone to review, and it would have been a close call. Let's put it that way. But um, I, I definitely I, I have a an issue with injuries. Uh, never seems to work out well. Um, Cam, I know you know I I've. I just have a bunch of stupid injury. I sliced my finger open real bad to the bone. <laughs> no, you should probably tell that story because it's not just I sliced my finger open. It's probably when it – like you have a lot of dumb moments. I'm not going to say you're dumb because you're not. But you have a lot of like moments where it, as a viewer of what's happening, you just look back and you're like – I like to call it let's go into the mind of Aaron. Because no one knows what's happening. Yes, it, cue the music. Because please explain what happened to your finger. We were cooking. We were cooking. Go ahead. I bring this on myself. So yes, you do. We were in the we were in the kitchen in college, and I was trying to open a can, and our can openers were terrible. <laughs> um, they were they were dull, and they wouldn't Shocking open. Shocking from a college kitchen. So. I had the bright idea of taking a knife and trying to saw the can open with the knife. And I slipped and I sliced my finger on the can and it went to the bone. And, uh, that's the only time that I've ever gotten woozy from seeing an injury. Like I, I don't mind blood and you know, whatever. I'm not that bad. But when I saw, you know, my finger, I was like, e somebody needs to drive me. Cause I can't drive myself to the ER. Oh, Another story about that. I go to the ER. They stitch me up. I go back in the next week for a checkup, and the doctor goes, who stitched this? And I was like, I don't know. I came in last week, and they stitched it. He goes, yeah, they didn't stitch this right. So they had to take the stitches out and restitch it because whoever I went to at, you know, 9 o'clock at night on a Tuesday didn't stitch me up right so i feel like that's like one of the first things that you learn as like a doctor or a nurse or something like that is like how to do sutures they didn't practice enough on your vr ah uh, see see another practical uh practical jesus christ practical uh reason to have vr yeah i, guess I, I so. will say that the medical industry down where we went to school is maybe not the greatest because oh really I, well, when, when i had my too busy dealing with a meth <laughs> the meth issue. Yeah. So when I had my broken finger, I go into this thinking, okay, they're going to do a little bit of surgery on it. And then you come out with a splint. I, you know, usually people with broken fingers come out of it with a splint, uh, a medical splint, not a screwdriver. And <laughs> they put me under. So I, I never had surgery before. This is wait so for the I, finger. They yeah. put you under. So really? I, I played rugby for, gosh, it's like eight years and then played basketball for another 10 years. My first broken bone was playing flag football, which is embarrassing. Um, but they put me under to do the surgery on my finger, probably because it was so bad. I wake up and I have a cast to my elbow <laughs> and on my left hand, which is what my dominant hand is. So I wake up. And I'm like, okay, now I'm right-handed. <laughs> so Dude. I went the whole semester in college being right-handed. It was terrible. Here's a question for you. So when I did that to my ankle, it was my right ankle, right? And your right foot, your left hand, are you left-footed too? 
I am not left footed. I am right footed. Okay. Um, well, I I'm like an American. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming left footed people still drive with their right foot, right? Typically in a car. Yes. Yeah. I. <laughs> yes. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no time out. There are people that drive with both feet, right? Yeah. If you, that's if you not have a manual car, if you have a manual car, you drive with both feet. Do you not? Okay, but but you're t- correct. My, so, my little, so if you're, you're left talking brother, about if you're, standard, if you're left you're footed talk- driving a manual car, do you cross your feet and use your left foot for the gas <laughs> so and the right saying, foot? Come for on, the man. Back. Come on. I will say statistically, the people that drive with both feet. <laughs> statistically, the We're people never that drive with. Again. We're never having guests again. Sorry, Cam. You're the first. The people the last. that. Congrats. Yes, sorry, I appreciate it. The people that drive with both feet are usually uh, the people that learned to drive back when, uh, like, not crank start cars, but, but usually the older generation because you had to drive with both feet. Um, because you had to apply your brakes were analog they they were not abs it wasn't electronic so you had to put both feet into your brake pedal so if you ever see you're driving down the road and those brake lights are on it's usually an old person because that's how they learned to drive was their foot resting on the brake pedal that is it is typically always an older person here was my point would you (laughs) rather break (laughs) your right foot or your dominant hand? Because I have my answer. I'm going to go dominant hand. Uh, really? I, 100 out of 100. I, I don't want to be able to not walk. And I've I've had like grade you 3 can't. ankle sprains. And I've had pretty bad ankle sprains. To the point where the doctor said it'd be better if you would have broken it because it would heal faster. Walking around in crutches is the worst. Like... Well, and if it's your dom- I, if it's your right foot, you cannot drive. You can't do it. So you, when you I can't broke- do anything. You're relying on. It. I would rather wipe my poopy butt with a <laughs> with my non dominant hand than I would to not be able to drive, to not be able to walk. Like, I would break my right arm a hundred times in a row before I broke my right foot again. It was it, it was horrible. By the way. Uh, they had to put me under. So I thought that it was going to be a quick Wait, fix. Like, hold on, uh, hold on. What? This was Kieran. So you did break. You broke your dominant hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you have somebody wipe your poopy butt? Uh, are you familiar with the quote, "The Stranger"? <laughs> you you wanna you wanna Does learn how to, to be good at something well? quick. I want you to take whatever you're doing and take your non-dominant hand and wipe your butt. It, you'll become very non-dominant handed. Very, You'll become ambidextrous very quickly. Okay. So that's all. If I want to be able to sign my hand or sign my signature with my left hand, all I have to do is start wiping my butt with my left hand. Yeah. You'll become non-dominant very quickly. You become ambidextrous very quickly. Which, okay. So – to back up, the reason I became left-handed, and this is the story I'm sticking to, it's not the story that my parents tell me is true. When I was little, I asked my mom, I said, why am I left-handed and our family's all right-handed? <laughs> she said, when you were little, we kind of were hurting a little bit for money. Um, and so there was this, uh, you know, those like test studies or whatever that you hear on the radio or you see ads on TV or whatever. Yeah, it's like we need we need kids to do this or like 
Right. Yeah, it's, it, it's like a case study. Of it's a case study. So what my parents did was they tied my right arm to my side for six months during the day when I was at daycare, doing whatever, to force me to be left-handed. Really? So when I grew up and they told me this, that's, you know, that's what I told people. Like, that's why I'm left-handed. My parents were hurting for money. We were pretty poor when I was growing up. That's what they did. That's why I'm left-handed. They forced me to be that way. Um, case study, whatever. When I got to high school, they started to like peel back and they were like, okay, we sound like pretty bad parents. <laughs> so they said, no, 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 no. We were just kidding. That's what we said while you're left-handed as a joke. To this day, I don't know if that's the truth or not. There, I, I, I kid you not. You go through my photo albums. There are not pictures of me from like the ages of like one to like two. This is the greatest day of my life. This explains so fucking much. You were experimented on as a child and I couldn't be happier. Or not. Now, I don't know. Now we know why you are the way you are. This makes so much fucking sense. You were experimented on as a child. <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> and here it. you are, and now you have a kid. You do you do pretty well. I am the most successful person that I know named Cameron last name not <laughs> last name redacted. Cameron, so so you recently had a had a child. <laughs> You had your first child. Congratulations. Thank you. It's not, not, not super recent, but you know, within a year. Yeah. Um, sorry, more than a year. Uh, I, I'm curious, have you started to adapt to having like dad tendencies? I will say that honestly, I've probably had dad tendencies since college and it's, I'm not going to say old soul. Cause that's one of those like things that I think oh, is God. so, it's so Can annoying, I, right? It's so basic, yeah. like to say I'm an old soul. It's like you like classic rock. You're not an old soul, right? Um, like everybody's gonna be an old soul at some point. Like it, it's <laughs> you're gonna develop some tendency to have favoritism towards something that was of a previous generation, right? Like, it's it's shit uh, it's you, you like reminiscing in the old times when you were young, right? But right, I, I will say since college, my workout shoes are New Balances, and I swear <laughs> by them. Um, <laughs> no, I, I have those white sneakers that were my old sneakers that are now my lawn mowing sneakers. And they've been that for years. I, I've had these dad tendencies for a while. I, it, now I, that I'm, a, you, now that I'm a dad, they're justified. Have you made like, the, have you noticed that you're starting to make like the dad noises? Oh, I, <laughs> I grunt when you know I what I mean down. by the, the yeah, yes, I, yeah, I grunt yes, when I get yes. up. That's. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dude, like I, thompson said in the previous podcast that's maybe part of being a little uh husky uh but get, maybe that's yeah. part Dude, of being that was something being i wanted dad. to <laughs> that was something i wanted to talk about last time too um does anybody remember you wouldn't warn her because you're a fucking 160 pounds soaking wet cameron maybe you i don't know what you were like as a kid i was husky as a kid do you remember ever going into a department store and then like having to buy jeans and there was a section where it was the husky section yeah like the big and was, tall husky yeah yeah I mean, no there was just a was section it actually named the, husky it was actually named husky oh, no. and it was for kids 
such as myself, who were maybe a little overweight, and I had to go buy jeans in the husky section of fucking JC Penny, and I was like, this this makes me feel bad, <laughs> and I don't think they have that section anymore. But yeah, they just had a big sign that said husky section. I'm not there. I'm in like the man. If I was a girl, I would be sought after because I am thick, like two C's. Like my thighs are so <laughs> thick, and and part of that is. Is from playing like rugby, for instance, is like having right. really thick thighs, and then um, like my legs are ginormous. So when I sit down, my pants ride all the way up to my calves, and then you I have got, to, you got fucking tree trunks for legs. Say less. I, I do have. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm turning the listeners on, but I have I have such thick legs, and some you know it's it's nice for like being strong and being able to like do stuff like that, but. Um, finding pants is the worst in the world. I always have to go to like whatever is stretchy. Like I'm, <laughs> my jeans are always like, it's like skinny jeans, stretchy or like <laughs> boot cut, stretchy. <laughs> Th- those are what? always my jeans. I can't wear like regular denim. What? <laughs> it's, it's not called stretchy though. I know, I know what you're talking about. Cause those oh, are the best jeans, shit. like the mobile jeans that you can like do squats in and stuff. But I there's a specific term for it. I forget what it is, but I know that's called a jegging is what you're looking for. No, it's not a jegging, you <laughs> idiot. It's um, I, I'll take my pants off right now and show you. They are actually American yeah, Eagle. I got a stretchy right here, and actually on. they're extra stretchy is what they're labeled as is extra, extra. stretchy. So I, I I've got a pair here, and it says seventy seven percent cotton, twenty two percent polyester, and one percent spandex. Okay, well, yeah, that, mine are that probably like 30%. They're, they're semi stretchy. But that doesn't say what type they are. Like, so for example, I, I actually I like Lucky Brand jeans. Um, yeah, that's that's what those are. I thought you said they were American Eagle. Regardless, mine um, are. Don't it, isn't there a specific cut? You know, like Cameron said, like you have boot cut, you have straight cut or slim cut or whatever. But isn't there like a slim? Is it athletic or something that they attach to it? That makes it stretch. I don't know. But yes, there are spandex in there and it's wonderful. Whoever designed that deserves every penny they made because I need it for sure. Keeping the big man happy. You got to keep the big fellas happy. We make the world go round. Fat bottom girls and big boys. You don't have to laugh. (laughs) Can we just talk about how jealous I am that like if I go to a... If I go to a gym, I notice the girls in their high-waisted, uh, like, leggings and stuff that really, like, whatever. Uh, you guys have already turned off our female listeners with uh, <laughs> child rape is no pain because that's not true. But, that's, I didn't say that. I well, said no, I, I was wondering where painful. it was I on was the scale. I was making a joke. It was a, anyway, a joke. So the, the girls that are it, more power to you, able with the high-waisted leggings to tuck in the fupa, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I texted my sister this the other day and I said I wish there were these existed for men because my top half like from chest up is pretty pretty strong and pretty physique. From down the under, I wish I could tuck that into like what the girls wear. Like if so it was wanna, if it was socially re- acceptable to wear their leggings as a male, I would love it. You got to get look, rid of that uh the little muffin top there. You so little- so mine are, love, mine are all love handles. That's just where I oh, store that's, my that's weight. That's Thompson it's, too. He was complaining about that last week. 
<laughs> yeah, you you have love handles, so you don't have an ass, so your jeans just like kind of fall down because your love oh, handles. Oh, I got I I got a dump truck out back. I'll tell you what. <laughs> but no, a uh, Family Guy actually makes a joke about it, exactly that. Like you remember the old school like black and white photos of box bare knuckle boxers where their pants are like up to their chest. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. And they got their fists up like, yeah, I'm going to fight. And so uh, it's like the, they what do they call it? The fit, unfit guy. And so he's like, why I ought to? And he goes, hey, undo your uh, belt buckle. And he does it. And then it's just like poopa flops out. And he goes, yeah, I could take you. <laughs> like that's, that's kind of what my thing is, is I undo the belt. And then, uh, but, you know, we're working on that. We're working on it. Corey G, I'm coming for, I'm coming for the fitness. So connoisseur of fun facts, uh, that is me. Do you know why they wear their uh, belt buckles so high up on their waists? Are you talking like boxers in general? Uh, boxers or... back in the old days too. You can you can count it whenever. Um, I mean, I would assume like so. It says like you can't hit below the waist. Like they always say, below the waist, right? Like that, so they that's exactly right. Waist... Be- below the belt. <gasps> below the belt. So the higher Let's you pull go. it up, so if you can pull it up to your midsection, like. Obviously, there's probably a limit, but if you can pull it up to like halfway up your abs, that guy right. can't—at least he's not supposed to—to uh, to hit you there. So yeah, it, it's, it's like the equivalent less surface of, area of, for of you having a baseball. So what happens it's like if you having pull a baseball player? Nipples. It's really short. Like I said, there's probably a limit <laughs> to that. I mean, I, you know, it's—I think the, the furthest I've seen is halfway up the waist. I'm you know, gonna up, put up your abs. I'm going to become a boxer and I'm going to pull my pants up above my head. <laughs> you're just not allowed to punch me. So the it's going to be box, the best so boxer of all time. It's Joe, no chest. <laughs> no, it's Joe, nobody. You can't Joe hit nobody. me. Just, my pants so are it's up gonna, to my fucking your, neck. Your weight class would be what? Like you and like Butterbean? <laughs> I don't know anyone that knows Butterbean, but he's a... I know. 300 plus pound bald guy that really slugs him out. Well, you know what? Fuck Butterbean. I'm coming for you, Butterbean. <laughs> but, Don't let him hear that. He's good. All right, Warner. I'm getting the signal. I think dude, it's that one. time of the night. What time yeah, of the night dude, is it? This one went really quick, but it's 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 sad to happen. But uh, you know what? Here we go. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the Last Call podcast. This is the final 10 minutes of the show where Nick and I play a little game. And since we have a guest this week, we're going to play a game with our guest. So this is actually three different games that we're going to play consecutively, and they all involve Cameron. Are you ready, Cameron? (laughs) I'm op- I'm I'm skeptic but I'm ready. <laughs> I right. just love we're we're on video chat obviously and we can see each other's faces. <laughs> once that once I hit the play button on the the uh the sound, I just saw Cameron's face just like focus just <laughs> <laughs> he's he's ready for last call. <laughs> so and, and to the listeners, no Cameron doesn't know these three games that we're going to do. So I, I'm excited for this, but Cameron, are you ready for game one? I am as ready as I can be. All right. Game one is random questions for Cameron. Bringing it back. All right, Nick, take it away. 
All right, we got some rapid fire questions. We're gonna go easy, easy, medium, and then hard. What's your favorite animal? Animal would be elephant. Okay. If animals could talk, which one would be the most rude? Uh, probably Tough. a panther. A panther. Okay, I think it would be an aardvark, but that's just my opinion. All right. Uh, what's your favorite condiment? Uh. Mayonnaise and ketchup. I call it fancy sauce. Okay. Well, that's unoriginal, but uh, talk to uh, uh, Step Brothers. It was in there. Taking it from the movie. We'll, we'll cite them later. What's your drink of choice? Uh, you're talking about alcoholic beverage, correct? Sure. Uh, yeah, let's go with podcast. that. So that'd be an Everclear and Coke. A classic. Okay. Interesting. I uh, also that is, like... That is not in- a classic. I, I, that is not a classic. <laughs> I do not enjoy enjoy uh, ingesting gasoline like you, but uh, that's that's your choice. Uh, medium questions. We're bumping up. <clears throat> What's the most ridiculous fact that you know? Uh, it, honestly, anything. The Office. Um, you you could ask me any fact about The Office, or probably Forrest Gump. I'd be able to rattle it off. Okay. All right. But what what would it be? Do you have a ridiculous fact? Um, okay, so here I got one for you. Um, Stranger Things season three, they okay. received fifteen million dollars <laughs> in ad revenue from uh, like product placement. So like Coca Cola, Seven Eleven, Adidas, Burger King, Ego, fifteen million dollars just to have their products dollars. in really? the show. That was neither The Office or Forrest Gump. But hey, it's a ridiculous fact nonetheless. Yeah, man, I am struggling right now. All right, what's uh, what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Oh, funniest! Amount. Yeah. Oh, gotta uh, drink I'm alcohol. A, yeah, I'm gonna go curling. Okay, love it, love it. I like it. Canadian sport. That'd be okay, awesome. But you remember the American team that like won gold. A couple yeah, of with the Olympics. guys that were like basically in a beer league. They were league in that a beer league and they went and won the gold medal. So that's already been a thing. Okay. Well, you know what? It, and it was it's a hilarious. Good it's a good answer. Okay. It's a no, good true. Answer. That makes All a right. good story. Cameron, if you were a duck, where would you live? Uh, the South Pole. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thompson, you have an answer for that one? I would live in Central Park. I feel like there's a lot of old ladies that take a stroll through the park and would feed me. Okay. Good answer. All right. Hard questions. On to the hard ones. What's your social security number? Uh, 308-446-969. Okay. Good. I like it. Um, for everybody listening, write that down. Uh, we'll go in on this together. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a dictator, how many people would you kill? Uh <laughs> If I were a dick, if I were a dictator, how many people would I kill? If you were a dictator, how many people would you kill? Um, I, I know would, it's on your mind right now, though. So I would kill the appropriate amount of people that need to be murdered with the injustice that they do in the world to the island, as they say. That was okay. the most politically correct answer to a dictator question I've ever heard, and I'm very disappointed Honestly, in you. We were expecting you to be a lot further like drunk by now so this is not working kim john well. cameron all right <clears throat> gun to your head you have to choose how much uh would you pay be willing to spend on a hooker i read that completely wrong 
How much? <laughs> you... Gun to your head. Do this question suck? You no, wrote it doesn't. This if you had a gun to your head and somebody said you have to pick a hooker and you have to pay a certain amount for that hooker, that is what is your you maximum amount for that hooker? Okay, so I love cars, and so I would pay a hooker five hundred dollars, and we're changing out one of those Oldsmobile three fifties, and we're putting a four fifty five in it. <laughs> so you're using you manual labor. You really think a five hundred dollar hooker is going to be able to change your what, what is that an engine? Yes, that's an engine. Yeah, you think a five you think a five hundred dollar hooker is going to be able to change an engine? You don't God, know you, what they're capable of. You miss. I do, I just want to throw this out there that you wrote this up completely wrong though. <laughs> Gun to your head, you have to choose. How much would you be willing to spend on a hooker? There was no How much choice. Would you spend on there. a hooker? Yeah, there, there's, but there's no, no choice. Anyway, on to the next segment. God damn, this is going to shit. All right, here we go. <laughs> Game number two, Cameron. This one's called Explain Yourself. Okay. You are infamously <laughs> okay. quoted as saying, a nut's a nut. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, so uh, this is definitely the back in the day, Cameron, um, the pre-dad Cameron. And the rule was y- you got to do what you got to do. Um, and so, you know, three, uh, two threes equal a six um, and two fours equal an eight. So I'm assuming uh, we're talking about women here. No, he's talking about look, math. Look, I'm a feminist. I'm all for equality and women power, but... Don't protect yeah. yourself. <laughs> Next one. Uh, after being threatened to a fight, or uh, I guess uh, asked to participate in a fight, you shrugged and said, it's whatever. Is it really Whatever. Uh, yeah, so people that know me, I grew up on the east side of Indianapolis, which is a pretty hood area. I, I am not shy to fighting. I'm okay with it. Like, I, I'm not going to be the aggressor, but I'm not going to back down. Uh, for anyone that likes to play wide receiver, you can catch these hands. <laughs> At one point, you told my co-host, Nick Warner, that I'm going to use your kneecaps as salsa bowls. Can you uh, can you explain how that would work? Yeah, so in a past life, I like to think of myself as I used to be one of those torture people. Uh, maybe medieval time. I don't know. I just think that I have the mentality where I can go to a different place and I can really make your life not a fun time. That's just me. I'm just I'm I'm confused why I agreed to have him on the show when that was a threat against me at one point. Well, you're about to hear but another anyway. threat. You're about to hear another threat to you, Warner. Um, you've also told my co-host if you keep talking, I'm gonna. <laughs> if you keep talking, I'm gonna tie your hoodie strings to your shoelaces. Can you uh can you go into more details onto uh, that occurrence? Yeah, so back in college, uh, Nick and I were roommates, and we've been friends since, what, uh, elementary school, if not before. And so I feel like I, I have... I'm thinking, I feel thinking like too I, fucking long based on these quotes. Yeah, I feel like I have the right to pick on him, but I will defend him. Like, when bigger people pick on him, I let him have a little bit of leeway, but when it gets to be too much and I see that he's kind of like, okay, I'm over this, I will step in and help him. 
But the real but question is, did you I do res- Yeah, his- I do reserve the right. I have the picture proof where I held him down. I tied his uh, hoodie <laughs> strings to his shoelaces, and he had to waddle through the hallway before he could untie them. <laughs> the, nope. the, the, this is no a more, true story. <laughs> no more further questions. Nick, uh, Nick on okay. your third game. All right, game three. We're going to play Guess the Animal based on the new name. All right, you ready? Mm. I love animals. Send it to me. <laughs> that's, then that's why we picked the segment for you. A beach chicken. A beach chicken. A seagull. Uh, a formal chicken. Formal. A formal, like a suit and tie. Oh, a uh, penguin. Yep. A uh, nope rope. A uh, snake. Correct. A fart squirrel. A squirrel. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, a skunk. <laughs> a skunk. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. He's doing surprisingly well. He's four for four right now. A cat snake. A cat, uh, mongoose. Oh, close, but no. That would be a ferret. Oh, uh, a a leather tank. A armadillo. Oh, that's a good answer. I will take that answer, but the answer we were looking for was rhino. Uh, a sea spider. A, well, uh, it's, it's, it's tough. There, uh, uh, same o- thing as before. Octopus, eight legs. Correct, correct, correct. I would also take jellyfish and uh, squid. Uh, a, <laughs> this one made me laugh. Uh, a velocirabbit. Velocirabbit. A velocirabbit. Who? Um, two legs, short, stubby arms. Uh, pretty smart, but kind of looks like a rabbit. I don't know. A hawk. Oh, you were. I th- I thought you. <laughs> I thought you were on it. It's a kangaroo. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. You, you were. You were. You were on it. You were on the right path, and then you. Oh, because it hops. Off. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's a good. You one. know, whatever. Yeah, a uh, danger zebra. Danger zebra. Oh, um, gosh, a, I don't know, a leopard. I don't a white know. tiger. I'll take it. And finally, a murder log. Oh, a murder log. Oh, it would be like a crocodile. Boom! He got it. Let's go. He was like eight for ten there. That's pretty <laughs> fucking good. That's pretty impressive. Some of them were self-explanatory, but regardless, Cameron, we really appreciate you having on having you on we appreciate us having you on we appreciate ourselves don't we nick thanks for coming (laughs) thank you thank you for hanging out with us cameron and thank you everybody for hanging with us on this friday uh you can find us on itunes spotify and youtube and i hope you all have a great fucking friday closing